Hey everybody, welcome to the first episode of Big Mood, a podcast about teenagers for everybody. I'm so excited to share this episode with you. It has been so much fun to work on. My name is Paul Satchwell, and I'll be hosting this podcast, but a lot of people, students included, call me Satch, so you'll probably hear me referred to as Satch throughout these episodes. Episode one is called Alexa, Play Big Mood, and you'll find out why a little later on. That's really awkward. I'm recording this in my living room, and Alexa heard me. (laughs) Oh, this is going to be fun to work on. On our first episode, we have Jennifer Spear. She's a senior at Batesville High School, and she is just such a positive force. Once I decided to do this podcast, she was one of the first people who came to mind, and I knew that I had to have her on. So Jennifer, I'm super excited to have you on today. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Like you said, my name's Jennifer. Um, I am a senior at Batesville High School. Um, I participate in drama with Satch as in set crew. Um, I have written for the 24-hour play twice. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much my life. Yeah, drama club. Drama club, classic. <laughs> Same. So before we get started, I feel like some people don't even really understand what a big mood is and I feel like in the high school especially it's so relatable and like everyone knows what it is but outside of these walls maybe people don't so can let's go ahead and kind of define that for people okay I'm gonna say a big mood is kind of like something I relate to so if I see let's say okay first day of school is tomorrow because today Mm -hmm. is what the seventh and so let's say I'm in the hallway and I'm just minding my own business and I see a freshman like fall on her face, him or her face, that's a big mood. Cause I, I just relate to that. Like falling on your face, being embarrassed during school and stuff is just a big mood. Yeah. And there are so many ways to say this too. Like yeah. same or it me. There's so many things. Like that me. Like, yeah. Or um, like just like mood in general. It has turned into big mood now. Yeah, definitely. And one of my favorite examples is on um, Yahoo Answers. <laughs> there's a, a question where there's a parent asking if big mood is a new curse word because I guess that one of her kids like knocked over a kitchen chair on accident and just looked at it and was like big mood yeah just something like that something like so simple like I don't even yeah someone falling or like a locker slamming mood like that's me yeah definitely so it's kind of like a phrase you would say when there's something that you see that you relate to even if it's not even a realistic comparison and one of the things in my life I feel like that makes me say big mood is young people because I relate to them so much (laughs) which is a little bit concerning but that's kind of what you get when you're around them so much so what we're really going to do today is just kind of talk about anything that comes up we have some questions we have some different things that we're going to do uh, and we're going to move into that I feel like we should start off just talking about high school in general. So we can talk, Jen, about maybe what our high school experiences were like. So you're in Generation Z, I'm in the millennial generation, and really through this, I want to kind of figure out what has changed since my high school career has ended, because honestly, so much has changed. So what's yeah. your high school experience like, or what has it been like? Um, I mean... Now that I'm going in as a senior, I'm, like, kind of, like, I feel like I'm old. I feel like I'm, like, I know the ropes. I know what I'm doing the first day. Like, I'm not scrambling around to find my classes. I know exactly where I'm going. 
and like things change yeah during the school year um progresses but um I don't know high school was not sort of bad for me I mean it started off kind of rough uh freshman year because I had like torn my ACL the summer before Mm -hmm. and I couldn't take gym class so then which is like a good thing I'm well well, I'll get to that but like sophomore year I took two gym classes like I had gym every day for one semester and it was like it was like it was like the worst but like it like it was fine yeah I survived but that was fine and then sophomore year was like really good I really liked sophomore year I was doing great academically um but like at the end of sophomore year kind of was like whatever I was ready for summer and then junior year was pretty hard um just like school wise like school like projects um tests that was kind of like my high school experience so I'm excited for this year because like I feel like it'll just be a good year like I'm so excited because I'm involved with so many things coming up and I feel like that's how I can like make my mark on high school like it doesn't have to be a big mark it can be like the smallest mark yeah definitely I love that in reality, like, high school is so much more than, like, your 8 to 3 school day, right? Oh, like, it, yeah. it doesn't end there. So, what are, like, what are some of the things that you see your generation doing after those hours for, you know, positive or negative? Like, where, where else are you guys investing your time? Um, I know I give all props to kids who play like I don't know three sports so like Mm -hmm. in every season kids are like playing sports and it's amazing because like yeah we like we dust them off their shoulder like they're like the no like the popular kids whatever you want to call them I don't like that word but um I mean they work they work hard and it's so awesome and I think that we don't really take account for that like as we get older we kind of just like get into like the high school field we're like oh they're like Everyone knows who they are. Let's focus on music or stuff like that. And, like, the drama people, like, being in drama has given me a new eye for the, like, creative, like, art people because they are just so amazing. Like, seeing them get get up there and, like, being behind the scenes and, like, seeing them, like, work through it. And, like, it was just amazing um, being in the musical last year, like, experiencing it. It was, like, it was just, like, life-changing because it just gives you another feel. So, like, kids who play all the sports, kids who are in, like, band, even choir and, like, FFA and dance, like, they work so hard, and it's so awesome to see that, and I think that's where they invest most of their time, but there are kids who, like, do stuff like that, like, they play sports, but they don't play it during school, like, they'll play, like, just, like, rec, or, like, they'll, people, like, maybe will do music, but they'll do music, like, at um, the music place here in town I don't know but like they like work hard too and that's what Mm -hmm. they like to do and I think that's awesome like if you invest your time into something like good things are going to come out of it so I think there's so many kids who we just don't know about who are like just working so hard and we just don't I just like would want to give them I don't know a big high five because like they're awesome yeah so yeah because it sounds like really people are doing these awesome things and not even really realizing it because it's just kind of like, oh, it's what you do when you're in high school. Yeah. Like you join a club or you join a sport or you do whatever. Um, So that's really, yeah, that's really positive. That's really exciting to hear. What, how is that different than maybe some of the things that you hear about your generation or some of the stereotypes around that? You know, because you just described your 
at least the typical person in, in your generation as hardworking, which is true. Yeah. That's what I see, but that's not always what we hear, you know? It's, it's not, and it's really sad because, like, even at this generation, um, we're so invested maybe in technology that, like, older people just don't understand that because I know my grandma does not understand it. Yeah. Like, I'll be on my phone and I'll... Hi, grandma. Yeah, hey, shout out to you, Roberta. Love you. We love your lemon squares. Yes, we do. <laughs> Roberta makes the best lemon squares. Yeah. You guys, I'll get the recipe. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, but she just doesn't understand why I'm, like, on my phone so much. And sometimes, like, yeah, I'm just checking social media. I'm being, I don't know, I'm being very, I don't know. You're being, being 17. I'm being 17. Like, I'm I'm checking Instagram. I'm checking, like, all that clout I'm getting. But um, <laughs> We may need to define that word at oh, a later okay. date. Yeah, <laughs> at a later date. Next segment. Um, but, um, no, she doesn't understand. And sometimes I'm really, like, working on, like, maybe schoolwork. Like, there's, like, a Google form I got to fill out, and I'll just do it on my phone. And But she understands the laptops because the laptops are given to us by the school. So, like, she sees that, but she doesn't yeah. see, like, my phone or – maybe something else as, like, school-related, which it can be. But she's gotten better, you know? Like, I think they're getting better. I think they're understanding because, like, they are soon realizing, like, how important, like, technology is because she, like, got a Spotify. I had to show her how to hook up Spotify, and, like, she loves it. And I'm like, you're welcome, Grandma. And she's like, thanks. But um, I think just like that we're lazy, like, is that the stereotype a lot? Is that, like, we just don't get things done? And I don't really see that being true because yeah. I like I get stuff done maybe at the last minute like if the due date's like at 11:59 I'm it's done at 11 you know like I've been there that's a big mood for mm-hmm. me but um I don't know I don't really know any like specific stereotypes but I don't know just for our generation just like the laziness the technology like invested we are but I'm like those don't always have to be a bad thing like being lazy is not good but being so invested in technology can have its like downfalls but also like you like I'm I created so much great stuff with technology like Project Passion or like I don't know anything else for other classes. Yeah, no, I think that's so accurate, and it always kind of blows my mind because if you really think about it, like Generation Z, the oldest people are what like 20 years old. So okay. that's not a lot of time to become the most well-rounded or formed person, you know. Yeah. And there's already all this pressure on you guys to like. Oh yeah do the right thing and be the right person and it's like you guys like generation z probably isn't even out of college yet you know like we're still still we're still learning and i think we've made tremendous strides because half the stuff you see on the news kids are running that like the whole school safety which you'll get into Mm -hmm. in a later episode two you guys wait for it (laughs) but um no like the kids are the ones who are like hey we're done like we're done with this i can't and i have never seen that really and i've never seen like people listen to that and of course like some of the older people were like oh whatever they don't even know but I'm but, like they know like that's kind of my high school th- like thing too if that if I was put in that situation I'm talking about it like mm-hmm. you're not stopping me from going on the media and being like this is wrong this should change and I think again huge huge props to those people who like are able to speak out because yeah. it's scary yeah it is scary but a lot of things that are scary are so worth it and I think that that uh, motivation on your generation's part comes from a large part from social media, from being able to post something. Yeah, get your voice out there and like be like. I'm so happy technology is a thing because I know so much more stuff. Like I know what's going on in the world. Like I don't have to like, I don't know. I don't have to chase to know what's going on. I pull out my phone. I, I know get on Twitter, whatever, and it's the first thing. If it's negative or positive, sometimes mostly sometimes it's negative because of what our world is. 
but I mean positive in the way that we are able to know quick and able to respond and like communicate with others and just really like vibe on that level. Yeah, I love that. So you mentioned Project Passion, which you <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you knew that I wasn't going to let you just blow past it. So oh, yeah. Project Passion, you guys, was an assignment in my creative writing class that Jen completed last year um, that I have all my creative writers do. And essentially, it challenges them to identify something that they are passionate about or could be passionate about and to do a whole lot of work for it. And it is a big project, and it's stress-inducing, but I really believe that at the end of the day, it's worth it. So Jen, tell us a little bit about what your passion, what passion you ended up choosing and kind of how that project, how the, that project ended for you. Um, it was, I remember him at, like telling us to get, I don't know, a passion. And I was like, I, I don't know, but I really thought about it. And I thought about my life and I thought about just the people that have supported me. And a lot of those people who have supported me or have lifted me up are in fact women. Um, I didn't really grow up with a dad or a grandpa or, like, anyone really, like, ugh, like, masculine or um, whatever. Um, so I kind of just, like, went with the flow with that. But I wasn't going, like, directly into feminism yet because that's so controversial in, mm-hmm. and, and, like, today's generation, which is, like, sad because we haven't gone to the point where it's, like, like, we're all just people. We're all just equal. We're all just here right. to, for, like just to live our lives, whatever you choose to do in life is what, that's what you're doing. And, um, so I kind of just chose that and I chose to like really like dive in and like find out like, why do people hate this? Why, why are, um, why are there, I don't even know how to say it, meminists, meminists, like the, yeah, the like con- the yeah. opposite kind uh, of to, I to fight that. Yeah. yeah I even it's wrote, crazy. I wrote my research topic on that. So <laughs> yeah. But, um, I just really dove into that this last um, school year with all the projects because that's what I'm passionate about. I want to find the answer and I want people to realize that it's not, we're not bad people if we want to fight for human rights. Like that's not, that's not really a thing and it shouldn't be a bad thing to do. And um, I don't know, people in general, that's what I'm passionate about is just people, but mainly there is so much backlash towards women because like, not even in, like, America, but, like, in other places, like, women, what, just got the right to drive or, like, mm-hmm. in, like, I don't even yeah, know. Yeah, in, like, Saudi Arabia. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, yeah, I just didn't want to guess. You got but, it. <laughs> um, got it. But, um, no, that's, like, awesome. And the fact that that's, like, not a thing is, like, horrible that that wasn't a thing, I mean. Um, but now it is, and that's awesome. And that's what, we, that's, what, what, that's what we're fighting for. We're fighting for, like, so women can drive cars so women don't have to, like, be scared when they go out, like, you know, um, I just feel like there's a lot of stress upon, I don't know, women these days. But, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I have seen the other side of it while looking up this information that, like, men are, they're not, they're not mad at us. But they're like, why, why not us either? And I'm like, it's kind of always been about you. But reading people's stories, like, I think you just have to know people's stories and really, like, know them as a person before Mm -hmm. you, whatever gender they are, and, like, not make them feel bad for who they are, what they want to do. And I think that goes for everyone. But I, yeah, I did just put my time and effort for Project Passion into like women's empowerment, but like everyone's empowerment. Like, you know, like that's kind of, it's kind of like the new passion is like, why isn't everyone like making huge strides like women, like even men, like, and just the LGBT community, like they're making strides and it's just awesome. And like, it's getting to a point and I hope our generation really brings this, these next 
few years is that like everyone is here for mm-hmm. a purpose everyone has a voice everyone it like deserves happiness and like I just don't think I don't think we're really there yet yeah I'm so yeah wow that's yeah, that awesome. a lot that's a lot <laughs> I'm like big mood <laughs> but big mood relatable yeah so that's incredible and that's exactly why I wanted to start this podcast because I want people to know that there are people like you and people like so many other young people who have completed that project or who are fighting the fight for whatever it is that they feel strongly about. Because I think that we're seeing a generation of young people who, not even kids, right? I mean, of young adults, really. It's yeah. it's incredible. You guys are, are really growing into your own. Of people who care enough to do something about it. And I think that that's something that my generation and even generations before us have kind of lacked. And I think that you guys feel so much more empowered. And I honestly think that some of that does come from anger, but anger can be positive. Yeah, just turn it into something. Don't like, yeah, I love, I don't know where I saw this, but someone was angry. So like, they just kind of, they just go out and talk about it. Like, you know, rather than bringing down the other party, they like lift them up and they're also like, well, this is how we can lift each other up. Like that's the end goal is just making sure everyone gets to that um, that peak in life where they matter and like they realize that because I don't think a lot of people realize that and that sucks. <laughs> like that's not good and I don't know. That's that's just kind of the mood for our generation. I think I think we're gonna do great things and I'm so proud of what is happening now because. Um, generations after us will follow in our footsteps for sure Mm -hmm. I'm 100% positive about that and optimistic for what's gonna come and I'm ready yeah whatever you know I think that that attitude is honestly where this generation gets some resistance from older generations because it's honestly intimidating I think for people to see especially young people so motivated and so passionate yeah especially with their voices like um, I don't need people just speaking out. The older people are just like, like they're they're not kind. They're not nice to the their elders. And I'm like, we're just speaking back. Like we've never done that. And yeah, it's not nice. And sometimes we are smart aleck. Sometimes we are whatever in the book. But we are trying to get our point because you have made it so clear what their point is. And I mean, it takes two to come together. So I'm like, I think our opinion is supposed to be valued too. Right. And I think one thing that I think is a really interesting way that young people are speaking out is through Twitter. It's such a great platform. And one of my favorite things is when, um, you know, some of the Parkland kids have like roasted politicians or people who are, Mm. are speaking their mind. And then the Parkland kids are coming back, but they're doing it in such a Generation Z way Mm -hmm. where they're like stating facts, but they're also still like roasting these people into the ground. And I think that's so hilarious because I experience that all the time (laughs) in classroom. I get roasted every single day, which is fine. Yeah, it's easy to roast me. (laughs) (laughs) What I'm kind of thinking now is like, there's, okay, so there's passion, there's energy, there's excitement, but how do you stay positive or how do you, how have you seen people stay positive even though there's so much negativity? Because I think that the downfall of a lot of people and a lot of generations is that they kind of just focus on the negative or get that kind of in their heads. So how does one, how, how have you found that you stay positive in that? I think that is a good point to make of, um, 
that some people in our generation have been angry, so they use their voice, but some people still are angry and they're negative about it, and I don't really see that, but there's so many of us who are just positive. Like, I get on Twitter and people are like, I don't know, just tweeting, like, funny things to lighten the mood of what is happening. So how I stay positive, I just realize kind of what I have. So when maybe, like, the whole, like, school shooting thing is, like, so terrible and it's, like, heartbreaking and um, just hearing what these kids have been through and, like, them speaking out about it. But what I what makes me stay positive for them is that they're using their voice but also that I – haven't been in that situation. So like I can use my voice and be like, um, just kind of be positive, be a positive outlet for them, whichever way I can, I guess. But I mean, that's pretty hard to do since I don't know them, but um, just kind of like raise awareness for it. Cause that's how, I mean, that should just be a way to keep them like not thinking about what has happened to them. And I think that goes for anyone, not just like um, the whole school thing, but just positive, positivity anywhere. I, You just lift people up. That's how mm-hmm. I see other people be positive. So I try to do the same thing. Um, I try to lift myself up, again, by thinking of things that I have and uh, stuff I'm good at and um, not focusing. Just try not to focus on what sucks. But, like, when it comes to school, like, I remember I had, like, this big, like, pre-cal test, and it was horrible. It was, like, chapter 8, the hardest chapter ever (laughs) but like at that same time like school was like starting to like settle down like finals and stuff were starting to pick up but like everything was project wise was settling down and I had no other work to do I just had time to study that test so I took the advantage of that time to put it into a positive way and yeah I I guess I didn't do the best on that test but I still like like I wasn't like a I wasn't like negative about it because when you get negative about something I feel like you just don't succeed as well Mm -hmm. and so if you make it into a positive thing um, I think good things are to come from that, from the negative, whatever. Yeah, I love that. And honestly, this might sound weird, but one of the things that helps me stay positive is like you guys, like yeah. just knowing that there are so many people who I'm around every day as a teacher who do feel that way and who can take something like a pre-cal test or, uh, which I did not do great in, in high school either. Yikes. <laughs> Like a pre-cal test or like Project Passion or whatever we throw yeah. at you guys and use it positively because that's not always the approach and that's not always how school is treated, you know? Yeah, commu- like you said, community is, I don't know, the biggest like mood lifter. It's awesome like to have people who you can relate to and that's why I like, that's why I like high school because there's so many, yeah, there's so many different kinds of people. There's different groups, whatever, and that's a whole different story. But like when you look at the good, you look at the people who are in those classes with you. So like, I'm just using pre as an example because it was so stressful. But like kids in that class that I didn't like relate to on like on a social maybe level, like we just bonded over that. So like you bond in the negative and yeah. you make it positive. And I, that's community is such a big deal. And I, um, right. Or even like yeah. in set crew, right? Yeah. We love what we do, but the show is stressful. And it, that is oh a bonding my gosh. experience. And like, yeah, it is a bonding experience. And sometimes it's just, too much to handle but like we all come together and we're like let's get it done let's go home sleep on it come back build it tomorrow whatever and yeah Yeah. it just helps yeah thank god for shrek and shrek memes (laughs) yeah i mean they'll get you through sometimes sometimes you just gotta can't watch them (laughs) sometimes you just gotta do what you gotta do you just gotta do what you gotta do (laughs) so 
looking forward to this year, what are some of the things that you hope to see maybe in your life that you get out of this year or that your school, what are some of the, the things that you'd like to see happen? Definitely. I had talked about um, like sports and stuff and FFA and like dance and all the different things that happen, drama club, whatever. Um, I want to see our school really like hit a new level in school spirit. Um, I'm on, well, I forgot to mention this at the beginning, but I'm on like this student leadership thing. There's like 12 of us seniors and we have all conjured up this spirit school wide competition. And yeah, some of it may not work out. And that's why we're trying it because it's our first year doing it. And um, I just want us to come together as a school and like, yeah, we have differences. Yeah, we have negative whatever, but to come together and like support our school, support our, um, just the people that work hard in our school. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't just have to be sports, even though sports is kind of the easiest thing to lean to because there's so many of them, but like drama stuff, like I know like the actors, like hearing, talking to them um, during the drama season, like they want people to come, they want people to support them. They want to be known. And um, when, I, when people when people who don't go to drama stuff go, they come back and like I'll be talking to them. They'll be like that like that actor was so amazing. I had no idea they could sing, and I'm mm -hmm. like, yeah, right. And that's just another way to bond with yeah. people. Not even you it's know, not classmates, like, and people. you don't have to be best friends. That's all what I'm saying. I'm not saying go be friends with everyone. I'm saying just be nice, be yeah. like, be present, be present at school because it makes so it good. so much better. And like that's advice to not even freshmen, but like any grade. It's just be. Be present. If you don't want to, if you decide not to, that's fine. We are still here to support you and what you do. But, I mean, give a little. Like, give a little, get some, you know. And it's just kind of a trading thing. Because um, I know for me, I didn't – I haven't – I've been really bad of not going to things. And even for me, the school spirit thing is, like, kind of hard for me because now I have to be involved and go to stuff, which I'm really excited for. But, like, I'm low-key kind of like, well, I have to make time for it, which – but, I mean, I don't have to participate in every one, but, I mean, I'm there to support my school. Right. And, and it, it just makes school – it honestly just makes school better and mm -hmm. not – it doesn't make it, like – it doesn't make it difficult to spend maybe an hour at a game and, I don't know, get some points and get some prizes at the end of each quarter because that's what we're doing. But, I don't know, it just – that's the positive. That's how I say positive. It's just being present and being there for others and not just, like – doing things for myself. You know? Yeah, that's so encouraging to hear as a teacher and definitely also as a person that, you know, there are students, there are young people in this generation who are willing to be present and who are looking for ways to support each other. And I love what you said about like, you know, even if you're not going to be someone who's going to come and support me, I can still be there to come to you. Yeah, because so you obviously powerful. need some uplifting. <laughs> like, that sounds really, um, I don't know, passive. But, I mean, if there's some people in the school that, like, don't want to support because they never maybe felt supported. And, like, that makes me sad because, like, I want people to know that, like, they matter. Their voice matters. They're, like, again, their presence matters in the school because that's what helps us be a better school. It doesn't help us, like... Maybe it'll help. Like maybe the spirit will help us succeed athletically, um, academically, or I don't know, just like in different ways. The school mm -hmm. is graded or whatever on. But like it also just helps the atmosphere. Like Batesville Pride or whatever school um, anyone attends. Like yeah. it just helps a lot. And I think I think our just school has lacked that these last maybe three years. And that's not tea and that's not shade, but. 
I mean, I just want it to be better. It can always be better. It doesn't have – it just – anything can be better. And I think doing this might make a difference, and I right. hope it does. You know? Yeah. As we kind of look towards wrapping this up, um, we've talked so much about passion, and that's kind of where I wanted to go next, but I feel pretty good about what we've talked about. Yeah. So I just really love how we've kind of captured, like, what the goal of this podcast is because – I really think that there is so much hope and there's so much potential and there's not only potential, but like it's already being met. Like people are already doing things in this generation. Uh, Even as millennials, you know, my generation is kind of coming into adulthood. Like we're already being passed up by people in Generation Z who are doing things. And for me, I love it, but it also makes me really mad because I'm like, I want my time. And I find that motivating right? Yeah. To do things and to be, to be there for people. Yeah. So as we wrap up, we're going to totally, totally shift gears here. And I just have one simple question. Okay. What's your favorite meme right now? Okay. Well there, okay. I don't know if this is from, this is from something on TLC. I think it looks like a TLC kind of show, but I'm going to play the audio. It's like my favorite video. I think it might be considered a meme. I guess, but I have to find it. Okay, so let me just like turn up my volume. Hopefully this works. Like I think the meme is like when someone is screaming or something loud happens, like that that little um, that little bass or whatever, like the ah, or like the zombie kind of voice like yeah. comes in. It's so funny. Yeah, and that's so very funny. reminiscent of Vine too. Like yeah. when at the end of videos it's like and you're like yeah. Oh, yeah. you're like wait, but yeah. like you watch it again because. Because it's know? funny. Yeah. yeah, I think my favorite meme right now is like the Alexa one. Like, oh my gosh, Alexa! Yes. Like Alexa, play whatever. Yeah, it's like uh, someone's like, like, oh, McDonald's messed up my order, and someone retweets and they're like, oh, that's so sad, Alexa, play Cry Me a River. Yeah. <laughs> but then sometimes I'll say that to people who have an Alexa, and then it starts playing, and I'm like, that's a little weird. You're like, wait. Yeah. All right, well, that's all the time we have for today. That was such a good chat. Thank you so much, Jen, for being a part of it. You're welcome. Fun. It was so fun. (laughs) Loved it. So much fun. So next time, I'm super excited to have another student, Bryce, on. And we're going to talk about some of the things that he is super passionate about and some of the ways that he is already changing the school and that I see him already starting to change the world. And that, my friends, is a a big big mood. Oh my gosh, I gotta stand up. <laughs> Jen, Jen just whipped. Oh, wait, why is that high? <laughs>